many people say this all the time, but every, everything takes twice as long and costs twice as much as you think it does. Welcome everyone to Uptech Report. This is our Applied Tech series. Uptech Report is sponsored by TerraLeap. Learn how to uh, leverage the power of video at TerraLeap.io. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by my guest, Daniel Cunningham, who's based in Redondo Beach, California. He's the CEO of Leonardo, uh, Leonardo 24-7. Welcome, Daniel. Good to have you on. Great to be here. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, there, your product is an integrated workplace management system. So it's really all around automating policies, procedures, mitigating risk with the focus on, on real estate. So if you're out there, uh, maybe a director of operations, a COO of a residential or commercial real estate, this could be an intriguing platform for you want to check out. Now, uh, Daniel, on your site, uh, you already state consistency, transparency, accountability. I'm curious, like the problem that you originally discovered and you set out to solve, what was that and how has it changed over the years? Well, um, you know, about 15 years ago, I was uh, director of asset management for AIMCO, which was uh, still a large national multifamily REIT. And, you know, as asset managers, we would perform site audits and find that, you know, many of our, our policies and procedures and, you know, things from our big binder that we put together on how probably should run, they just weren't being followed. Um, I mean, forget about more esoteric things like risk mitigation or pre preventative maintenance, but, but just you know, blocking and tackling, like rents weren't being raised on time, people weren't, be sent, weren't being sent to collections. And so um, then I, later on, uh, I, I came to start a property management company for a developer here in Los Angeles. And, and what we discovered is that um, uh, really once I was working directly with community managers, it became clear that we were expecting them to be experts across a, a wide number of topics, you know, including marketing and maintenance and risk management and real estate law and finance. And, and nobody is an expert in all those things. Um, there was just no way they could, they could really know it all. What, what's that? Yeah. It's just asking too much from, from one individual to have to know all that. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, there, there wasn't, you know, in the industry, there's, there's not a ton of, of great training to support those individuals to kind of learn those things. And even to the extent that there is, it's a business with a 50% annual turnover rate. So, you know, you have, uh, even if you get somebody who understands everything they're supposed to be doing in 18 months, they're probably gone. Um, and so it really hit home one day. We had a property in down, we have a property in downtown Los Angeles, which was a 12 story high rise building. And, um, and we lost, we lost hot water one day to the entire building. And what had happened was the boiler on the roof had, had literally melted from the inside. There were these ceramic tiles on the inside. One had cracked and fire had gone through and actually melted part of the boiler. Yeah, it was a big deal. And we, and so we were giving rent credits to 322 people. Uh, we were, um, we had to have a one, uh, a boiler manufactured and flown helicopter to the roof, which was super the pricing expensive. Pricing is going up. It's going. Yeah, it, it was an expensive day, and the owner called me in. Uh, this was you know about um, about eleven, twelve years ago. And the owner called me in, and he said, "How did this happen?" And I said, "Well, you know, our community manager doesn't know anything about maintaining a boiler. We rely on the vendors for that." And he said, "Well, you need to make sure this never happens again." And uh, I said, "Okay, well." Um, we can tell everybody not to let, not to do this, but 
with that turnover, you know, we'd lose that institutional knowledge eventually. So that was really where it all sort of came together. And I said, look, there's really, there's too much for everybody to know. We've got to codify this in some way. And so I actually started out the process of writing a book. Um, so I wrote a, a, a book that was intended to outline all the, uh, it was called 365 Days of Property Management. So it was meant to capture over the course of the year, everything you really need to be doing to be a good steward of that asset across all these different little verticals, uh, the, like the maintenance and preventive maintenance and risk management and all that stuff. Um, and then I think wisely, what I realized was, um, no. there, yeah, look, the book would have been, yeah, a riveting read, I'm sure, but uh, it really worked much better in, as the idea of, of, of the seed corn of, of the software product to take that idea of, of making a, an application, a piece of software, the expert, um, and then asking the software to give daily guidance as to what people should be doing. Um, and then just, just enabling people to execute. Um, and that was, that was the birth of that. Computers, uh, computers are great remembering everything they need to and just telling people to do something when they need to do it or look at something when they need to. It's a great use case of technology effectively. Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, you could, it, 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 what it mitigated is, um, well, a number of things, but, but one of them is, you know, this, this what level of knowledge does the person on site have, right? What did they know? And uh, that no longer became relevant. So you could, you, could, you, could, you could hire people and they could immediately hit the ground running because, because we were kind of there, there is their buddy, their expert to help them. We knew what had happened. We knew the next thing that needed to happen. We knew how to do it. And we could just, you know, be there like your right-hand man saying, hey, it's time to do this thing. And here's the form you need or the, uh, the process you need to follow, the inspection you need to do. Um, Would you say a good analogy is almost like that, that it's like once you get to shadow someone who's been on the job for years and years and years, and they're just showing you how to do everything. Now, instead, you just have that same individual, but it's a, an, a, a virtual <laughs> computer assistant that's telling you how to do it all the time. Yeah, yeah I think that's a great way to put it. It's interesting then that both experiencing that problem that led to a book, then to, okay, no, technology assisted to, 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 to assist humans, and then they don't have to memorize and read a, a giant book. Um, I'm really fascinated to hear that entire journey and story because it was eight, eight, nine years ago you set out on this journey, and about six years ago you built the software. Um, and, and our second part, for those that want to hear more of Daniel's story, def definitely stick around for our second part of our interview. But to give a taste, uh, what's, what's one thing you wish you had known eight, nine years ago that you, that you know now? Well, uh, I, this is, I mean, people say this all the time, but every, everything takes twice as long and costs twice as much as you think it does. Um, uh, if I had known, obviously we've had a great outcome and the company's grown really well. You know, we've grown over a hundred percent year on year for, for several years in a row now. Um, but if you, if I didn't know that side of it, and you just told me what the execution side would look like, um, how long it would take to get here, and uh, to this point, um, I would have, I probably would have been very reticent to to take to start the journey. Um, uh, I think about my early financial models and how, <laughs> how naive we were, and yeah, that, and you know, part of yeah, exactly. But part of what makes it difficult for us is. Um, and, and this, I think we were also naive about is we weren't, um, we weren't building just a better widget. We weren't, we weren't building something that we could say, oh, you know, uh, it's just like this other thing, but it does this thing a little better. 
this is really a brand new product category. Uh, this idea of taking processes and automating them, um, of, of, you know, providing best practices in a form that weren't a binder sitting on a shelf was brand new. It still is new to the industry. People are just now coming around to this idea. There's a light bulb moment for sure. When you're talking to somebody, when we're pitching this idea, there's, there's, there's not been one time in the last six years when we've been actively, you know, talking about the product to potential clients. It's not been one time when somebody says, we got this, we got this covered. Thank you. Thank you. We're good here. I mean, for everybody, it's, you know, uh, some mix of where has this been all my life? And uh, this is, this is, um, you know, something we should really consider because we don't have this covered. Um, A definite challenge when it comes to uh, an unknown, Uh, they don't even know it exists, a a product category that you can't make that immediate connection and say, oh, I see why I need that within a matter of five seconds. You need a little bit longer conversation and digging into that, which I'd love to hear more of the lessons learned when we get into that second part uh, of our interview to hear your story. Coming back to, uh, to the product itself, can you give a... A use case then uh, let's just dive a little bit deeper of, of the, how the technology works of in the typical day of the life of one of your customers maybe you can highlight one of your um, customers on, on how they use it well there's, so there's um, there's a number of components that that together provide uh, a complete platform to automate on-site processes so there's the the platform includes things like task management workflow management uh, work orders process workflow inspections uh, document management, messaging, and, and you need all of these components to be able to tackle, um, you know, any kind of problem, but, but few problems use them all. But some obvious cases are um, uh, using our customizable inspection forms and workflow to create an incident report process that captures data from incidents, notifies effective parties, maybe sends a copy to the insurance company, automatically attracts the follow-up. So that's that's a good one. In fact, by the way, that's, that's one we never intended Leo to be used for. Uh, our clients came up with that methodology. Um, another example is, is, you know, you enter property characteristics, uh, equipment, amenities, um, geographic location, and then you, we instantly generate a year's worth of preventative maintenance activities uh, that get pushed out uh, to that property at the right time, you know, with the right process they should follow. Um, or you could use our uh, performance inspection um, during due diligence. So when you're acquiring an apartment building, there's, there's some specific kinds of inspections that are run that you know, do hundred percent unit audits or lease file audits. Um, uh, those can be performed in our system, but also because of the work, work uh, flow management, you, you can actually generate out of that inspection uh, maintenance items, deferred maintenance items that need to be addressed uh, after the close. So we would automatically create this, this workflow or work orders to be addressed once the sale has been closed. And that, that kind of process is unique to us because we have this, this very broad operations platform. This uh, development and listening to the, obviously your clients, you're, you're probably finding new solutions and new use cases uh, to be able to add in. Um, how is though overall, uh, this just again, different from a, a mindset that they're probably already in? Because I know we already mentioned this is like a whole new shift for them, but uh, what's the, the change that needs to happen within the company to say, okay, let's start using a product or solution like this? Well, the, you know, the standard right now, so we're competing against most of the time we're competing against Excel or clipboards. 
uh, or nothing. Um, so the, the, the industry has, has certainly recognized there's great operational risk, but the way they've been addressing it is um, through training or, you know, there's an entire layer of, of oftentimes called, you know, regional property managers who are out there traveling all the time. I mean, these are real road warriors and they're going property to property. And, and largely their function is to make sure that people on site are doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, and a big piece of that uh, is the minutia that, that, we, that we take care of. So rather than spending time with on-site asking, you know, did you, you know, did you change the filters and the HVAC system? Uh, did you walk the property and look for trip hazards? Let's look at the model unit, make sure it's, uh, rather than spending that time in that minutia, we track all that. We, we give guidance to make sure that's happening so that they can have higher level conversations um, in ways that, that make them money. Like talk about, mark, talk about marketing, talk about occupancy, um, talk about you know, maximizing rents and let us handle the minutia. Um, and that shift is significant. Um, in fact, you know, one of the things that, that we learned along the way, and um, I'll try to share as much as for the learnings part, but one of the things we learned along the way is um, there's a change management piece. So um, getting people to change their mindset from, you know, this very in-person oriented to a technical platform uh, takes a real commitment at the, at the, at the senior levels of the company. And um, we don't even, we don't even consider clients unless they will, unless they're ready to roll us out across their entire platform, because you can't, you can't automate half of a company. You can't have half of a company doing things in a new and better way and have half of the company doing things the old way. Cause then everybody has to do it, you know, two ways. The, if we dig into the, the technology itself a little bit deeper, um, can you share just anything unique about the technology or features that uh, maybe you launched recently and are excited about or, or that's coming up? Yeah. Um, well, one of the things that really sets us apart um, uh, is that, you know, we, you know, we, we, we've been talking about, you know, automating procedures and, and our company's policies and procedures. Those all get automated through Leo, but there is another source of, of compliance or requirements for real estate operators. And, and that is what municipal codes have to say about, you know, city, state, county, municipal codes, what they have to say about real estate operations. And there's, there are requirements buried in those codes that if you're a conscientious real estate operator, you need to know about, you need to be monitoring those. And it's really difficult. Uh, you know, community managers are not reading municipal codes. It's just, it, it, there's a lot to wade through. So we've built a machine learning algorithm that uh, can go out and read municipal code um, and identify uh, which parts of those codes contain compliance items that affect real estate operators. And then that gets extracted and then it gets rolled into the list of, of, of tasks and workflows that come out to the clients that are affected by those municipal codes. So we have a machine learning algorithm that's doing that on, be on our behalf. Um, we've processed, I think, over 50 million fragments of municipal codes um, so far, and, it's, and every day it gets better. Um, and, and that's something that really sets us apart, uh, I think, as, as, um, from, from other you know, task management or, uh, or work order management systems is the ability to bring that to the table. Um, having all that, that data and knowledge all in the right place where it needs to be for somebody to be able to take action on. 
Yeah, we yeah uh, yeah you look you nailed it. We want to be able to be. We would like to say that we want to be the single source of uh, of truth. We want to be the single source of of action for for anybody who needs to do anything on site. We want them to come to Leo, which is one of the things. And one of the other things that's fairly new for us is uh, we're now rolling in work orders. So every one of our clients has a, a PMS, a property management system, which is an accounting based platform typically that that they're using. And those PMS systems are typically the warehouse for work orders. Um, but if we want to be that single place where people go to for all their daily direction, what they should be doing, we needed to bring in those work orders because those have to happen too. There's the proactive stuff that we handle. And then there's work orders that come from the clients or internally. And so we marry those together in one interface. Uh, and that's a bi-directional integration. We can, we push those work orders back into the PMS system. So if they complete or even initiate a work order in Leo, uh, that does end up in their in their PMS system, and and that's been a, uh, I think that's been a significant addition to the to the platform recently. Integration is so important and powerful in today's age, where there's always other software you're using. So uh, right now, that's probably a very helpful piece of the the PMS system. Do you have any other integrations or upcoming planned integrations with other uh, software or solutions? Um, well, the the PMS systems uh, are certainly the the most prominent system you need to be. Um, thinking about when you talk, when you think about it, think, thinking about integrations. Um, but what we do have, uh, we have a, um, we have a partnership with the National Apartment Association by which we are providing a, a white label version of the product um, called Click and Comply. And it's, it's somewhat customized with NAA knowledge and policies and procedures. And, uh, and they populate that with, you know, the NAA is a, is a tremendous source for best practices um, and in the, in the click and comply product, uh, uh, the NAA members get to benefit from that knowledge. Um, in addition to the Leonardo standard library that we have. Um, and that's, that started, uh, this year we launched that, that application, uh, in May. So that's sort of a new, um, it's not really an integration, but it's, it's, it's a white label of the, the Leonardo standard product. Your business model, uh, well, how does it work? Is it a, a monthly subscription yearly based on number of seats? How does it work? So it's a monthly license. Yeah. Uh, typically uh, there are a few, I mean, we, we offer the ability to pay a year in advance. Um, some clients choose to do that. Um, you know, we give them a little, we give them a little discount if they choose to do that. Uh, yeah. It's a monthly license fee. It's, it's a, it's a per property license fee. Um, and, and that's unlimited users. And currently all the features that we have are all wrapped into that because we think they're all important to really be able to do your job. We don't want them to bump into a feature they don't have and, and suddenly not be able to solve a problem. So yeah, so it's all inclusive um, uh, monthly site license. For those oper uh, director of operations or CEOs, uh, if you could share a word of wisdom for them and their position and their job and what they're having to handle from what you've seen and learned, what comes to your mind as far as a word of wisdom? Well, property operations is extremely chaotic. Um, and that's, I, I think it's one of the most difficult professions. Um, having, been, having been in the trenches side by side with some of these community managers, um, uh, this is more than one word, I think, <laughs> but, but I'm getting to it. Um, uh, having, yeah, 
having been side by side with these with community managers and service managers, um, you know, there's a lot of demands on their time. It, it's one of it's one of the professions that um, if you if you're fantastic at your job, if you're the best property manager in the country, somebody's probably yelling at you today because you're you're insisting they pay their rent when you know, maybe they've just lost their job or, or you're telling them that their dog doesn't meet the breed standards and they have to leave. Or you're telling them there's nothing you can do about the noisy neighbor next door and you're sorry. And you, like, you know, you're delivering bad news to people that they don't want to hear. And, and you see them every day. And it's really, that's really difficult. And, and, and the, the pats on the back are sometimes few and far between. So it's a difficult, it's, it's very difficult. Being in the field, I think is really difficult and I really have a heart for them. So I think the one thing I would say um, is that um, being, what they benefit most from is clear guidance and support. Um, and uh, that's the best, whether it's through us or, 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 you know, another piece of software, or if, you know, people are, you know, going to stick with you know, the binder model and people are going outside, the teams need support in the field um, and they need a way to recognize when they're doing uh, a good job. Uh, and, and, and that keeps their spirits up. And I like to think that we, we, play a, we play a very strong role in accomplishing that. Powerful, powerful word of wisdom. I like it. Uh, where, what can you share of your roadmap, where you're headed? Where is the company going to be in, in five years from now? Well, uh, I won't, I'm not, I'm not, won't be cagey, too cagey about the things we have in mind. But I think what we're doing is we're building on, we're building on this idea that that we are the place you go for everything else you want to do that's not in your PMS system. And so, um, while we're, right now we're giving, we're we're delivering daily tasks to the community managers and the service managers there, um, that's expanding so that um, um, vendors can also use the system and accomplish their tasks through, through the platform. And, and that way, all of the you know, photos and inspection forms and processes that the vendors are completing as part of their work is being captured in the Lean Auto 24-7 system. Um, that's, that's coming out shortly. Um, we just launched, uh, well, in beta, we've launched a messaging platform. So um, think of it as a Slack-like interface with channels, but the channels are for... Um, you know, community managers can can talk across the community manager channel. Uh, regional managers can talk, speak to the regional manager channel, or there's a channel for everybody that's in the portfolio. And the magic about that, for for us to launch that is, if you were to manage that in Slack, like the channel management would be a nightmare. Um, teams doesn't really work well even for teams. But because of the the way Leonardo is built, we know the hierarchy of of the of the of the of the company we know who reports to who and who who have what roles so we can we can keep those channels um up to date automatically and that that makes it actually useful whereas just a, a, a messenger platform would be nice to have but but that really for the first time gives our 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 companies that are clients of ours re, a real opportunity to communicate quickly across their whole organization um which is which is i think a huge you know I think that's a huge benefit. 
Well, I'm excited to see where, where you guys go next. For those that, that want to go ahead and learn more and you can uh, be able to give them a shout, you can go to leonardo247.com uh, and you'll be able to, 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 to be able to dig in a little bit more into their software. Thank you so much, Daniel, for, for sharing uh, your insight and what you're, what you're doing with, with uh, Leonardo. Yes. That's exciting. <laughs> I appreciate it. I always appreciate the chance to talk a little bit about ourselves. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Now, actually, if you want to hear more of Daniel talking about himself and his story and the lessons learned, and I feel like there's a lot in here in the last uh, eight, nine years and beyond uh, be, behind that, uh, stick around for part two of our interview. Um, again, today's episode is sponsored by TearLeap. If your company wants to learn how to better leverage the power of video to increase sales and marketing, head over to TearLeap.io. Thanks again, and we'll see you guys next time. That concludes the audio version of this episode. To see the original and more, visit our Uptech Report YouTube channel. If you know a tech company we should interview, you can nominate them at uptechreport.com. Or if you just prefer to listen, make sure you're subscribed to this series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app.